You've heard the name Ebels, but now you need to remember My Delta 8. From the same people who brought you Ebels, My Delta 8 is Delta 8 THC, offering a semi-sedative physical sensation without the overwhelming mental simulation of Delta 9 THC, resulting in a smoother, much milder experience. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 offer both best quality product and customer service in the industry, from helping manage chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and more. The reviews are in, folks. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 are truly game changers as a natural alternative to big pharma drugs. And hey, yours truly here at the Brian Nichols Show can vouch for the quality of Ebels and My Delta 8 having to deal with a herniated disc in my back, plus years of sports injuries. Ebels and My Delta 8 offer relief where generic medicines simply mask the pain. And did you know you can get Ebels and My Delta 8 delivered right to your door at a special discounted price? That's right. All members of the Brian Nichols Show audience can use promo code TBNS at checkout and boom, discount applied. Again, that's code TBNS at checkout to get the highest quality CBD and Delta 8 THC on the market delivered right to your door. One more time, the code is TBNS at checkout. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that piques interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. (laughs) Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Monday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us. Yes, once again on another fun-filled episode. And, of course, I am your humble host, Brian Nichols. Thanks for joining us on our, uh, yes, kind of different Sunday episode. It was a really far throwback all the way back to February 2018, talking about policies being the solutions to the problems we see out there with good friend of the show, Dean Clancy and uh, man, it was, it was it's so funny to hear how the show has changed. But thank you for uh, for all you folks for the uh, the kind words there on our Sunday uh, different not candidate highlight series, but I guess Sunday policy series there uh, with a quick throwback for the Brian Nichols show. But today, yes, we are going back to talking all things sales and particularly talking things on the values of empathy. With that being said, Jeremy Todd is back here on the program. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing, my friend? What is up, man? Doing so good. Glad to be here. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, indeed. It's so glad to have you back. And I know we've both been very busy. You've been busy, obviously, focusing on getting things ready uh, for number one, focusing on, I think you have Steve Remus's campaign kicking up here into high gear. You just got his entire campaign Correct. platform I saw all ready to rock and roll. That's exciting. Yep, yep, yep. We're we're getting some things done. Um, and uh I'll, I I I joke, uh I will be changing full time jobs from uh from stay at home dad to it looks like I've landed a spot. Uh so I'll have more free time now that I'm working. There you go. That was actually going to be a question. Yeah. I was going to follow up with afterwards, yeah. but that congratulations. That's exciting. Yeah, to hear, man. Well, all exciting things in the world of Jeremy Todd. And I guess 
it speaks to that they must have seen some value that you brought to the table in terms of being able to bring some value. And dare I ask, Jeremy, that maybe it came with you asking some pretty good questions to learn about the people that you were interviewing with to maybe get genuinely curious. And some may even call that empathy, which I know we want to go to value-based empathy today. That was a topic of conversation. So this goes into our four-part series on talking about empathy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's do a quick recap. So last week we started talking about what is empathy, right? Going through um, the basic empathy, why empathy is important. But today we're taking it and now bringing it more to the actual sales cycle, but digging into genuinely understanding the other side of the, 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 the phone call, right? When you do that cold call, who is it you're actually talking to? Not the buyer persona, not the vertical, but the person. Who mm-hmm. are they? What makes them tick? So let's start off here, Jeremy. Value-based empathy. What is it and why is it important? Yeah, so uh, empathy in general, but especially values-based empathy that we're going to go through today is something that you have to do prior to... We, we've said it on the show before. You have to earn the right to be able to present your solution. And this is part of earning that right. Uh, It's about taking a deeper understanding of how the person opposite you came to the conclusion on issues that they, that they did. Um, And so that's why it's, that's why it's really important because if you are speaking to the way that you come up with your own values based decisions on issues, they may value things differently. They may see it in a different light. And this and understanding sort of the structure of values based empathy will allow you to to better approach things from what matters to them, what's in it for them, how do they see things and and better craft your arguments when we do get to presenting solutions. Mike was on mute. There we go. Uh, now you you said something that I'm sure a lot of people were like, ooh, are we allowed to do that? And you said the words, <laughs> what's in it for them? What's in it for yep. me? Right. That's a thing we see a lot of people try to stay away from because I think inherently we feel like we're being selfish and we might be finding that we're maybe pushing a little too hard, maybe, but in reality, we're not talking about us. We're talking about the right. other side because whether they realize it or not, they're instantly thinking as soon as you engage in that conversation, okay, what is this conversation going to yield in terms of value to me? What is quite literally in this for me? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the better job we can do speaking directly to those value systems that they have. Um, and we all kind of have the same value systems. We just apply them differently to our issues to come up with, uh, come up with our, uh, our decision and choices that, that we make on how we see an issue. Um, and that, that breaks down into something called moral foundations. Um, and so we can go through those real quick. I've got six of them. Um, I did not come up with this. I do not have the credit for it. This is called moral foundations theory. Um, but there are basically six values that people make their decision on issues about. Number one is care versus harm. Uh, this is most commonly, uh, a, a, a virtue of kindness, nurturance, taking care of other people, um, and, and, and that moral foundation of that. The second one is fairness versus cheating. Um, so is something just, is something right, is something fair? Uh, the third one would be loyalty versus betrayal, which is being loyal to your group, 
right? So if a group has been there or, or family, if a group or family has done something for you and you go against uh, that group or family, uh, you can trigger this values-based system uh, there. The next one would be authority versus subversion. And this is really in response to, are you? It, does this violate or uphold traditions and traditional uh, authority figures and, and that sort of thing. So that's authority of subversion. Uh, then there's sanctity degradation. Basically, this is a, a virtue of disgust. Does something violate decency in your eyes? Um, and that's a, a value system. And then the last one, uh, which we as libertarians tend to make all of our decisions on, and it's why we consider ourselves to be very consistent and very principled, is we make all of our values-based decisions on liberty versus oppression. Does it violate another individual's rights? Are you oppressing those rights in some way? So those are six different uh, values, moral values that we have, and we look at topics through those lenses, and then we will use those lenses to back up our arguments. So you're going to hear a lot of pushback from some people. They're going to hear that list and they're going to like, what's this about fairness, Jeremy fairness. Yep. And then the sanctity of degradate degradation. I'm sorry. Like, are we, are we, you know, a church? I'm sorry. Like how yep. are we supposed to again? Think, is it, is it, is it us? Is it us? Are we the problem? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. The well, we, we are not the problem as libertarians because we, we pick one of these and tend to make all of our decisions based on that. And that's why yeah. a lot of people yeah. don't look at us as rational or reasonable. We don't, we don't really play with a lot of nuance, but we're consistent. Um, but what, what, <laughs> God damn, what, what consistent, that we is are true. consistent, right? What, but again, this is about persuasion. This is about selling somebody who thinks differently than you. So our goal here is to understand, well, which of these is most important to them when it comes to this issue that we're facing? And there's a series of questions that you can go through. Um, I, I, I will just read these out real quick that I wrote down. But They, these are when you're in the discovery process or you're beginning the conversation and you're trying to understand the party across from you, here are some questions to find out, is this how they value things? So we can break it down to care harm. Okay. So which person, group, or company related to the topic do you think was wronged? Um, Why do you believe they did what they did and why does it matter to you? When it comes to fairness or cheating, Do you think a person, group, or company was treated unfairly? Who was treated unfairly specifically? Why do you think they did what they did? And why does it matter to you? Do you think one true, and this is another one, do you believe one group was treated differently than another? If the answer to that question is yes, they may be making their judgments based on fairness, cheating. Uh, then there's loyalty or betrayal. Do you think a person's group or company's actions were loyal to their pack? Um, hello, party system. Uh, <laughs> do you think they showed any lack of loyalty? Uh, why does that matter to you? Authority subversion. Did a person, group, or company show lack of respect for authority? Uh, did they fa- fail to act uh, in a way that caused harm or chaos? Uh, did they break traditions that matter to you who did and why and why does this matter to you 
sanctity degradation. Uh, do you think anyone violated standards of decency and did something that was perceived as disgusting? Who did? Why do you think they chose to do that? And why does that matter to you? And then last but not least, ours, liberty oppression. Do you think somebody was denied their rights? Who specifically was denied their rights? Why do you think they were denied their rights? And why does denying their rights matter to you? So these are sort of discovery questions as somebody brings up a topic and you're engaging with them and you know they believe something differently than you. When you have a suspicion, okay, they may be making their value judgment on this issue. Um, these are some questions you can ask to kind of get them to talk a little more and uncover. Another way to, to think of this, Brian, and and, and people think of we, we say this all the time in the sales world. People make emotional decisions and then they validate it with logic. The, the This list are the emotional choices people are making. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only is it the list of the emotional choices that they're making, but then if we take it and we extrapolate it beyond just and let's look at the you mentioned the liberty versus oppression. That's our emotion. That's what gets mm-hmm. us all fired up. But if we're only focused on the things that get us fired up and are only asking questions in that mindset, to your point, mm-hmm. then we're not speaking to them. They're going to be writing us up. They're not going to be paying attention and we have to get to and i think maybe this is a change of mindset that a lot of people have to have and and partly i think it's on us because we want to use the word sales because that's the the, Mm -hmm. thing that people would associate with getting better at the liberty movement in terms of what needs to get better at but what are we actually doing at the end of the day we're helping people buy we know Mm -hmm. that they either have well really three choices they're going to vote well two they're going to vote for someone or they're going to vote for no one right so we Mm -hmm. need to help guide them to buy our solution as problem solving to the problems they see in their their circle right now. If we can't even get to the point that we're having that dialogue because we're not entering right. into those conversations, then we're not even under the radar as an option at that point. Absolutely. And what ends up happening a lot of times is if, if so for instance, especially with libertarians, we see everything through the liberty oppression lens. Yep. Um, so let, we'll, we'll take a topic specifically on like say gun control, right? Um, well, the people who are again who are for gun control or trying to get gun control legislation passed, the people we are trying to persuade to be differently, they don't care about liberty or oppression on the topic. They care about care and harm. It, are guns harming people? Are we being kind and loving to each other? What is the most kind, loving, caring thing we can do for society, right? And they make their emotional choice based on that. And then validate it with other logic. Well, what and happens I, I, really is quick, yeah. and we use a real life example because and I'm not I don't mean to try yeah, to draw, use drama, but you you tweeted it and we're recording here on Sunday, but you tweeted it. Uh, you know, there's this whole like block star work thing that's been going yeah. on. And Daryl Perry had tweeted something and, and you had tweeted, you know, well, are we going to you know, what, what's next? Are we going to need a license for a toaster? And yeah. I, I laughed because you're referring to, for people who, who aren't aware, back in 2016, there was a group of, of libertarians uh, who are seeking the nomination to be the candidate uh, for the LP back in 2016. And amongst them was Daryl Perry. And I think the, the question mm-hmm. was about something with regards driver's to license. yeah driver's license. And then it just turned into every single candidate saying, you know, giving you know, their, their libertarian. It was a pissing match of liberty. Pissing yeah. match. Exactly. And, and, the, the response that Daryl Perry gave was, you know, well, what's next? Are we going to need a license to use a toaster? And it just speaks to how 
out of out of like reality in terms of yeah. who is listening when you're, you're when you hear the argument for licenses you don't have to agree that you have to understand why they're making it what's that emotional tie they hear yeah. you making fun of well you know what's next a license for a toaster and they're gonna write you up because now you're not even taking their original concern seriously Correct. why because you weren't being empathetic you weren't trying mm-hmm. to understand you were trying to win you were trying to demean and belittle and we see this a lot from our friends in the left they don't engage in conversation. They they go out of their way to attack and to try to, to belittle and demean people. So I wanted to use that as a real life example of yeah. that's why this is important. You can't just go in with what you think your core group of people need to hear. Now, yes, you can focus on your niche, but you still have to be able to address these certain value points and build real tangible success to which this point we have. And Jeremy, back to you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Well, uh, all, all, if we can, we can, uh, that, that, that I think is a phenomenal example because Daryl is making that statement speaking to the value of liberty oppression. It's my right that I, to drive a car that I purchased without needing government permission slip, right? And there were some people who could get fired up by that, his little, toaster analogy right but the people who are pro driver's license aren't they're not making the care pro harm. driver's license decision they they're don't care harm yeah, they're they're in a care harm state right in, in that situation so with guns they're also using a care harm versus our liberty oppression but um and and these can vary based on sides for all kinds of different issues so for example if we look at um Criminal justice reform, for example. Our friends on the left will make their decision about uh, the need or desire or the Black Lives Matter marches for criminal justice reform based on one simple thing, fairness and cheating. One group in there is being more is not getting justice comparatively to other groups. However, the people who are opposed to criminal justice reform are working from a place of authority and subversion. They're the thin blue line. The, the police are the authority. You need to just, just do what you're told and nothing bad will happen, right? And so when these people get into discussions with one another, they tend to talk past each other. Everybody gets mad and nobody walks away persuaded to change. If you want to win friends from the right, you need to speak to and, and again, we we come from a place of liberty oppression on the topic, right? Uh, and individuals' rights are being violated, and that's really the, the the basis of the problem. But if we want to speak to our friends on the left, we we need to address the the justice problem and the inequality and the things that matter to them and craft our arguments around that. Because we're not really going to win them over with liberty oppression. The same with our friends on the right. They are making their position from a place and, and a value system of you respect authority, you respect tradition. We, I've always said yes, sir, no, ma'am to police officers, and they've always been heroes, et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh, you need to be able to speak to them in that language and craft your arguments from there. That's why one of the reasons, one of the most successful things I've uh, been able to persuade people on the right about criminal justice reform is that police and, and I'll and here's a great way to say it. 
you're absolutely right. Police have an incredibly difficult job. And in the moment, anybody's capable of making a mistake. But let me let me explain to you my perspective on it. Um, 60% of murders uh, are solved. 40% go unsolved. Uh, the majority of property crimes and thefts go unsolved and unpunished. Uh, why? Well, because police officers are stretched and spread far too thin, spending all of their time, effort, and energy on victimless crimes like drugs, uh, alcohol, uh, you know, uh, having to police people's speed limits and all of this other sort of stuff. Um, what if we made their jobs simpler? And that's exactly what I want to do with criminal justice reform is make a police officer's job simpler, make it to where police officers only are responsible for this very narrow thing of protecting life and defending life um, and then solving murders and property crimes and things like that. Now, all of a sudden, I've spoken to their value system uh, and, and you can find a lot more success that way. And this goes hand in hand, why it's so important to use the marketing along with this. And I've always said, and actually it's funny, I was, I was talking about this with Philip Stutzman. He's on the show, which will be airing here on Wednesday. A great conversation, mm-hmm. by the way. He's a marketing guru and he's one of the best. He's been doing this in politics for years. And actually, he's pretty much the reason that all you folks in Florida have Governor DeSantis. You want to learn why, make sure you listen to the episode. But when you look at the need, not just to, to know how to sell, but to know who, not just who to sell to or who to, uh, how you, you sell, but who to sell to. That's where the marketing comes into mm-hmm. because you're going to be doing the data. You're going to be doing the research. You're trying to figure out not just who is going to be listening to your message, but who is actually going to move forward and, and act on your message. And it will go to a lot of these values. You're going to find that there are more people that are going to be empathetic with their values towards your whatever it is that you're, you're selling, right? Whether it's a product, a service, a, a value, a belief, yourself, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they're going to have some value that's going to be more on that empathetic level that is on line with you. Find those people. Make it easier on yourself. Um, and I, I say that because we do hear this a lot where, you know, we need to reach out to more people on the left. We need to reach out to more people on the right. I say reach out to more people who share your values on the issues yeah. that matter. So go yeah. out and talk to them. And I think we're going to find this is why I've really made an approach to talk to people who have been impacted by the lockdowns, people who are sales professionals and entrepreneurs who are experiencing firsthand government red tape you know, at their doorstep. And then going out and, and talking to the people who are going to be experiencing the financial burden in the future. And that is Gen Z. They are the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking to them and helping them set up a, a future that's going to be not just for them, but then for their kids. So I think it's also important to make sure we are marrying, knowing not just the questions to ask, but also who we should be spending our time, our energy, our effort in reaching out to, and to know it's okay to cut your losses at times. There are certain people Mm -hmm. in certain groups with certain values that will not Mm -hmm. align with us, and that's okay. They're not our target market, and they shouldn't be deserving of our time, energy, and effort when there are so many other people out there who are right now open and empathetic to the word of mess or the words and li- of liberty because right now they see the problem they see firsthand the pain that they have experienced and we need to be able to make sure they see that pain and a direct correlation mm-hmm. with government and then be able to enter in understand those pains understand those problems and then offer at that point 
at that point, the solution. But today, that's not our talking point. We're not talking about <laughs> solutions. I know that's where I get excited. Yeah. But we're making sure we understand them first and foremost. And how do we do that, Jeremy? I'll, I'll tease it by asking some great questions now. Yeah, yeah. And, and so we, we, we ask those questions. We find out what their value system is. And then we speak to it. And, and it reminds me a lot of the... Um, objection cycle. The first step in the objection cycle is not ha- prepare your comeback and, and say to it. It is to say, hey, I understand and your concerns are completely validated and warranted, right? And so that is the approach you hear when you come across these. So you brought up uh, lockdowns. Well, one of the main reasons we're, or the main reason we're opposed to lockdowns is liberty just or liberty oppression. Again, we're consistent. Um, but for others, it's uh, for some people who are sort of pro mandate, pro lockdown, they are not doing it to take away your liberty. They're doing it because of care, harm, moral values that they are basing their decisions on. Um, and what will happen is if if you don't approach it from a care harm standpoint and understand that their their concerns are valid and that uh, then and then speak to that care harm uh, place empathetically, uh, they're they're just gonna they're, they're, like you said they're gonna completely disagree with you. One of the things that you bring up about target market that I find really interesting is that when you do have common ground with people, it earns you a little bit of credit. Uh, when it comes to these discussions. Uh, so for example, I've got a friend of mine. Um, she was a former neighbor of ours in, uh, back in Alabama. And she is a, uh, very much the hippie leftist socialist type, um, and social justice warrior type that, that whole nine yards, something that people would, would, would believe, uh, is very, uh, not in line in, in, in kind of a lost cause. Well, originally what we did is we bonded over our common ground. Uh, I dislike Trump. So anytime I have a conversation with her, I go, yeah, you know, Trump's pretty awful about this and it's pretty awful on these wars or he's pretty, and, and, and we were able to find some common ground on positions. Now, when she posts about uh, vaccine mandates or mask mandates or that sort of thing, we come from a much more empathetic position of knowing that I'm not out here just uh, from the other side, trying to you know, talk her down. And what we were able to do in this, con- or what I was able to do in this conversation, I, I believe I posted a lot of it on uh, Twitter, is come to the understanding of, okay, she is coming from a, a care harm perspective, but she doesn't see the liberty oppression perspective. So what can I do? So when you want to use your value system to argue a point, what you have to do is is almost draw a comparison or an analogy to another issue that they believe your value system on. and use a story that yeah, and use a story that's exactly what we did and so in, in this case like on a previous episode we talked about this was a hypothetical story and i said look if you guys go down this road where uh, somebody is forced to to provide medical information to go into a um uh, into a business or or, where, or or go to work, you are opening a door for somebody who disagrees with you to abuse that power. So for example, could you imagine if a company said you must provide a negative HIV test in order to work here? That would be a pretty big violation of one's liberties, right? Well, that's what you're enabling by 
going on this, 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 this road you're going down right here. And what it's going to lead to are these bad. And then I, then I could tie it back to care harm. It's going to cause people to have conflict. It's going to lead to violence. People are going to, and we need to be squashing this right now and be peacemakers. And so I was able to tie into her care harm with that. And she goes, you're right. I just wish people would think about others. And I'm like, Hey, I totally get it. Right. And so we were able to reach a place where she backed down and realized that negative consequences of care harm, uh, and liberty oppression on those mandates were were bad, but it comes from understanding um, what it is. Um, and the more empathy you can express, there's also a uh, psychological uh, principle of um, almost like restitution. When you do somebody a favor, they feel like they owe you. So if you go to bat and are empathetic towards them, what's really interesting is you'll find them being more empathetic towards you. And that gives you an opportunity to express your value system. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to laugh. I just, I instantly think to the episode of the office where Michael falls <laughs> in the koi pond and then yep. Jim's like, Michael, it's okay. You know, just, just poke a little fun at yourself. And, and, and Michael goes out and he starts like poking fun. Like, Oh yeah. What, how did I miss that koi pond? And then he just starts going and he's like, yeah, like I've even been here multiple times. Like I know that I knew the pond was going to be there. Like, I don't even know how I missed it. Like I'm an idiot. And he starts yeah. going and going and going and he goes too far. And that's sorry. <laughs> the office. I'm <laughs> no. sorry, folks. It's one of my all time yeah. favorites. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, but the, the, the goal of the story, watch out for the koi pond. I'm sorry. Yeah. Moral of the story, watch out for the koi pond. The, the, the mission here is to understand that the other side isn't evil or rational or ignorant. If you view the person you're trying to persuade as evil or rational or ignorant, you are not going to do a very good job because you are not coming from a good place. They may simply have a different value system that they are using to come to a conclusion on this issue and you need to speak to their value system, find common ground where um, their value system aligns with your value system, draw analogies between those two and then create empathy for them so that they create empathy for you and give you the opportunity to present your value system on the situation. Solutions will sell, and we'll sell those solutions when we show people that the solutions actually will fix the problems that they see in their lives. The reason that we're going to make sure that we know that it will, first and foremost, fix those problems is we're going to know those problems, and we only will know those problems Mm -hmm. when we are empathetic, Jeremy. All right. I think we're at the point where we unfortunately have to start wrapping up so you know what time it is. It's time for Jeremy's sales tip uh, for the what next two weeks, I guess it is. So, Jeremy... What's the sales tip you want to leave the uh, audience with today? Well, from this, and, and I will I will draw one last example, um, and then hopefully it, it will be a good summation of the episode. Uh, and that sales tip is it, it is better to listen uh, than to talk past your other person. So, for example, uh, and it's less of an issue now, but... Uh, years ago, when you talk to, and, and we'll use uh, gay marriage, for example, uh, when people would speak pro-gay marriage, their uh, arguments that they would make would be based on fairness and justice. It's unfair that they are not entitled to the same things that straight married couples are. But the people against gay marriage would not speak to fairness at all. It wasn't about fairness for them. 
It was about um, tradition, uh, sanctity of marriage, right? And that they're they're degrading the term marriage and they would talk past each other. As libertarians, we have an opportunity to be that truce by basing things on liberty oppression. And that is that, hey, if you want to respect others' rights, you have to respect, if you want others to respect your rights, you have to respect theirs. So those are three different perspectives in groups of people who, uh, you know, rather than talking past each other, should talk in the terms that the other person um, is is known for. And that, uh, as I have found, is the best way to uh, to find some common ground on topics and then present your so earn earn the right to uh, present your solutions. Absolutely, it, yes. You not only earn the right to present your solutions, but like. Earn the right to ask some questions. You you need to show you care. And the best way to show you care, believe it or not, is to actually care. So give it a shot, folks. It'll yep. help. Yeah, uh, but hey, empathy oh. is not an endorsement. Empathy no. is not about agreeing. Empathy no. is trying to understand. Understand. Their yes. And that's and the what sales people are eternally curious. Like if you are not curious about why someone is the way they are then you'll never be able to understand why they have the problems they have because they likely have the problems they have based on the situation that they find themselves in and their lived experiences. And you want to learn that and be able to apply that to the future solution. So folks, if you want to hear more, obviously you're going to want to go ahead and make sure you're following uh, Jeremy and uh, yours truly. You can follow me over on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at B Nichols Liberty. Jeremy, where can folks follow you? At JTod601 and then our Carnegie Caucus, uh, which now that I have a job will, will, will become official and uh, websited and stuff like that. So uh, at LP underscore Carnegie. Uh, and then I am running for a seat on the Libertarian National Committee at large. Uh, my website and platform is JTod for the number four LNC.com. There it is. And also, folks, want to get in touch with me again, email me, Brian at BrianNicholsShow.com. Also, folks, uh, you, you've heard about it by now, of course, and you can see it here on YouTube scrolling at the bottom of your screen. Four easy steps you can implement now to help sell liberty to friends and family. It is a free ebook, and you can get it at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash Liberty Friends ebook uh it's been i've been I, honestly i'm humbled uh to hear the reaction we've gotten from the amazing team over at young americans for liberty and their 1400 plus liberty activists yep. were there um we had around 200 or so printed off copies and like, like they're like i've never heard of this kind of approach before this is fantastic so i mean number yeah. one thank you chris for being there to be able to support the show <laughs> yeah. uh but also 100%. thank you to a super patron michael lima he went out of his way to uh to help us with uh supporting not only getting the ebooks printed off there but some bumper stickers as well the amazing don't hurt people don't take people's stuff bumper sticker i'll talk about that more in a hot sec but i i also want to mention that when you do sign up for the ebook you'll automatically go ahead and every single week five days a week you will get our morning sales huddle it's yes yours truly 6 a.m as soon as i'm done with my workout i sit down i'll pump out a quick morning sales huddle and i think you know i've really found that it's real stuff right it's real actionable mm-hmm. things you can take 
to not only focus on being a better salesperson for Liberty, but a better salesperson across the board, whether you want to apply that to your day job, um, you want to apply it to selling an idea or trying to you know, sell yourself. You're looking to get a brand new job. Jeremy, you just were in the job market. You are literally selling yourself, showing the value that you are going to bring to a new company. These are all things that you need to learn. Um, and the best way to do it, I think, is to, to practice every single day. So five days a week. Yeah. Our morning sales huddle. If you want to go ahead and get that on its own, head to the uh, the Brian Nichols Show homepage here, briannicholsshow.com. And you can sign up right there at the top of the page. Otherwise, I did mention Michael and I did mention the amazing bumper stickers. Yes, he is one of our awesome patron supporters. And every single Patreon supporter gets one of these awesome don't hurt people. Don't take people's stuff. Bumper sticker. And I got to give a special, uh, special shout out here because, of course, Michael Lima uh, leads the pack. But also we have amazing uh, supporters. Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, uh, Stanley Mitchell Mankiewicz, Hody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the big We Are Libertarians channel. $5, $10, $25, or $50 a month. We have entry-level sales, account-level executives, and now two new levels, sales managers and director of Sales. If you want to meet with me once a quarter or once a month, one-on-ones, $25 or $50 a month, and we will talk anything sales, whether it's real life, you're a sales professional, you're looking to get into the big account, or you're trying to you know, work on some closing procedure, whatever it may be, let's have that conversation. I head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash support. But with all that being said, Jeremy Todd, final thoughts for the audience. What do you want to leave them with this week? Um, so is, is it cool if I plug our friend Harrison here? Go for it. Harrison's awesome. Also, Harrison, uh, Kemp just finally published yes. Closing Freedom, the sales guide for today's Liberty Activist. Highly recommend going to Amazon, picking that up. Yes. Mine should be hopefully coming in sometime soon, but as always, Jeremy, thank you so much for uh, imparting your amazing wisdom as it comes to sales, particularly today talking empathy from a uh, a value-based empathy perspective as always it's a great uh, time to catch up with my friend but with that being said folks if you enjoy the episode please go ahead give it a share if you're on youtube thumbs up notification bell so you're not missing a single episode but with that being said it's brian nichols signing off you're on the brian nichols show for jeremy todd we'll see you wednesday have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our good ideas don't require force snapbacks, Alexa overthrow the government t-shirts, question everything mugs, and of course our ever popular don't hurt people, don't take people's stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty Apparel, check out the rest of the amazing Proud Libertarian store while you're over there. And be sure to use code TBNS at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. That's right, 10% off your entire order from Proud Libertarian, including everything over at the Brian Nichols Show shop. And all you have to use is code TBNS at checkout. One more time, head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop and check out the brand new Brian Nichols Show store over at Proud Libertarian and use code TBNS at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Thanks for listening to the Brian Nichols show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Let's sell liberty and look good doing it with Proud Libertarian. 
folks, when we're selling Liberty, we have to start things off by piquing interest. And what better way to pique some interest than by rocking some amazing apparel from Proud Libertarian. Personally, I'm a huge fan of their Do Good Recklessly t-shirt, but there's more than t-shirts to find from awesome taxationist theft snapbacks to the killer Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death hoodies. Proud Libertarian has all the Libertarian swag you need. And guess what? Brian Nichols Show audience members can rock the latest Libertarian swag and save some cash on every single order. All you have to do, use code TBNS at checkout and you'll get 10% off your entire cart at checkout. That's right. Each time you order, use code TBNS and you'll instantly get 10% off your entire order. Listen, I am super excited to have Proud Libertarian here as a sponsor of the Brian Nichols Show. So do me a favor, head over there to Proud Libertarian, place your order today, use code TBNS at checkout, save 10% on your order and help support Libertarian entrepreneurs today. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.